Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Winchester Radio. This is a very special edition, and we're excited to welcome Jensen Ackles to our podcast. Welcome, Jensen. Thank you. Is he still there? Hello? Did we lose lose Jensen? No, I'm here. I can hear you. There we go. Hi. Hello. Hey. Oh, I got muted. That sucks. No. (laughs) Something something happened in the crossover to on air. Uh, Sorry about that. There you are. Uh, That's all right. Welcome, Jensen. That's all right. We're here. Everybody's here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So... This is a new format for you, so welcome to podcast format. <laughs> yeah, usually I just sit in a room with people who are shoving mics in my face, so this is, uh, this is nice. I actually just made my bed while I was talking to you guys. <laughs> you can yeah. scratch the back of your knee and we'll never know. Mm-hmm. That's right. We, um, yep, it's just like talking to a bunch of friends uh, on the phone. Um, except we are except going how to many, except how many people how many people are actually going to be listening to this? Um, well, our biggest podcast listening audience was about ten thousand. No, you're forgetting Misha. Nice. Oh, that's right. We ha- well, Misha was Misha Misha was higher. Jim Michaels was over yeah. two thousand, but Misha was higher. Misha, I think Misha, Misha was, was forty thousand, thirty five, thirty five thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So so basically 35,000 is the number to beat. Is that what you're telling me? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Then I'm going to need feedback no from you guys. Make sure. <laughs> uh, all right. So what's going on? What, uh, what, what's, what's new? So we are going to interrogate you a bit. So fair warning. There are. There, is, uh, there, are, oh. there, will, there will be questions. Um, are there some scandalous questions? You can make them as scandalous as you'd like. <laughs> no. Not with yeah. 35,000 people listening. <laughs> minimum. Then that's a minimum. All right. All right. Well, fire so, away. Okay. So, firstly, let's get into one of the big things. Um, Kane. The Kane is a big thing right now. And Warren being that the mark of Kane would come with some potential side effects. Can you kind of tease us about what we'll, we might expect to happen to Dean as a result of the mark? Um, yeah, it, it, it's uh, imagine Dean on uh, taking like a low dose steroid. Uh, it's uh, it's starting to it's starting to affect his his emotional state. It's starting to affect his physical state. He's getting a lot more uh, uh, short tempered and. Uh, He's he's feeling a lot uh, a lot more strength. He's getting a lot less um, uh, emotional about situations and becoming just kind of more of a uh, more of a tool of uh, you know of hunting. And it's 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 starting to take its toll on him. Uh, and you'll see that as as the season starts to uh, to wrap up. Uh, kind of where that's going. Where that is going to end up, I'm not sure. I've only read up to episode 20, so we've still got three more episodes beyond that. that um, I'm obviously waiting to see how it all plays out, but uh, as of right now, it's just kind of uh, building up. Cool. Hmm. Very interesting. Okay. Um, next question. Uh, this it, is also means, the... it also means that uh, I, I personally am having to do a lot more push-ups throughout the day. Oh, that's actually making you work out. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's it's a, it's a tragedy, but it happens. <laughs> Have they given you like a diet to follow? Are you high protein right now? Anything like that? Oh, they don't. No, they don't tell us any of that stuff. They they tried to get us <laughs> in shape before before season one when we were in our mid twenties, and since then they just left us alone. Uh, but uh, it's you know it's kind of just up to us to 
if we want to if we want to do that to our physicality, it's really up to us. I mean, obviously, you've seen transformations that Jared's gone through, but I'm not sure whether that was for the show or just personal. Um, but uh, it, it's you know that they don't they don't dive into our lives as far as uh, nutrition and, and and workout programs and stuff like you hear on movie sets and stuff like that. They don't. <laughs> they're, too, they're too busy down south writing scripts, and we're too busy up here shooting them. So there's no time for that. If we get an op- if, if we get an opportunity, if Jared and I get an opportunity to go work out and try to keep ourselves in shape, then that's on our time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, this is not the first time we've seen the brothers fight. Do you think this this time the estrangement is different? Could this be make or break for them? Are we going to see changes in their relationship? And if so, where might uh, that take the viewers, and will it change the show? It's it's definitely um, kind of charting new waters as far as the the subject of the fights. Uh, you know, before it was this kind of like sibling bickering, um, and and now it's you know it's getting into. Uh, really the, the the sacrifice that these two are willing to make for each other. And you know, obviously Dean is willing to kind of uh, go all in and, and, and keep the family together and keep the, keep the brothers moving down the road. And it, it kind of seems more and more like Sam is willing to uh, cash out and he's not willing to, uh, to throw his life on the line the way that Dean is. Um, and so that's, that's, that's a tough pill for Dean to swallow. And I think that the only way he's dealing with it is by not dealing with it. Uh, the, the mark of Cain has given him a simplicity in his thoughts uh, that's allowing him to kind of ignore the, uh, the, the complexity of their relationship right now and focus on the, on the prize, which is, uh, which is Abaddon at this point. Um, so I, I think it's, it's kind of, uh, put in the back of his of his mind, and he, he's not having to deal with it. Uh, Sam is obviously dealing with his with his issues, and and it, it's uh, but it, it I, I don't know where that's going to lead. I don't know how they're going to make up. I don't know if it's going to be a uh, you know something that will get um, addressed in the upcoming episodes because it hasn't yet. So I, I assume it will. Um, to what extent, I, I don't know. Yeah. Kind of along the same line there. Um, this season, we're seeing a colder version of the brothers. Dean, in particular, with his reactions to Sam and his, Sam's curtness. Um, we also see, saw Dean really coldly kill a guy in the last episode, Thin Man. And also, Dean's room looks less homey now, which on Twitter, Jerry Wanick hinted at was a deliberate, uh, deliberate choice. So are these actions related to the Mark of Cain, do you think, or are they just to the brothers' problems or everything all together? Yeah, that's all kind of a nod to the Mark of Cain and what it's doing inside Dean or what it's, what it's doing to, you know, to his psyche and to his, to his emotional and physical uh, self. Uh, he's becoming less, um, uh, oh, what's the word? He cares a lot less about, uh, you know, the the humanity aspect of what he does, which is why he was able to take an actual human life as opposed to knocking a guy out and, and dropping him off at the police station for, you know, uh, to be tried for his crime, as, as I think a, a past dean would have, you know, he instead was just like, hey, he's a bad guy, he's got to go. So I think the, the, I think the line uh, between black and white is becoming uh, almost – dangerously clear um the gray areas are becoming less and less as far as dean's concerned and you know he he's always a black and white kind of guy but there's always been a touch of of civility as far as when it comes to uh what to do with humans who are bad um and i think because of the market cane because where this season is is heading and because of the, the tension between the brothers i think that all leads to dean just going you know what if 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 you uh, if you're on the wrong side of, of of my gun, then I don't care whether you're a monster or a bad guy. You're going down. 
like I like seeing this uh, change in Dean. It, it's really interesting to watch. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know uh, for for a long time there was you know there was a lot of different storylines going on, uh, mostly revolving around uh, Sam and what the story was doing to Sam. And although a lot of it was you know, could could be said that it was being seen through the perspective. Uh, the story was always kind of about Sam and what was going on internally with him. And um, so it's an interesting kind of switch to, to now have Dean really being fighting the demons inside and, and, and having a having a mark or, you know, whatever, like, you know, with Sam, it was Joe, it was Lucifer, it was all, it was all these things that the demons inside him, well, now, now Dean's really struggling, or, or maybe he's not struggling. Maybe he's embracing it. You know, we, we haven't, I don't think we've come to, come to a conclusion on just how bad it is. And yet. Um, but I, I am enjoying the fact that it's, it's uh, different for him to do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Last season ended with a really heart-wrenching moment of, of honesty from both brothers inside the church during that scene. Um, mm-hmm. can, you, can you kind of talk about what that scene meant for Sam and Dean, um, not just as a unit, but also individually? And what does it mean now they're completely on the outs with each other? Um, well, I, you know, I think you, you had two, you know, you, you had two different uh, perspectives from, from two different people. Uh, you know, I think Dean was, uh, you know, avoid avoid losing his brother at all costs, even if that means, you know, uh, opening the, uh, opening up heaven and closing the, you know, closing the gates of heaven, all the, all the, all the stuff that happened in the season finale and then all the stuff that we picked up with in the season premiere at the beginning of this season. Um, you know, Dean was really kind of clear on his, uh, on his objective and that was to keep his brother alive, no matter what the cost, where obviously we saw Sam, Basically saying no, I was re- I'm I'm ready to lay myself down. I'm re- I've I've done enough. I've I've sacrificed enough. I've killed enough. I've done everything. Uh, I I'm ready to walk away. And that's a really that was a really and it has been a very jagged pill for for Dean to swallow because he doesn't he sees it as you know as long as they're together there's always uh, there's always a choice to be made and once they give up that choice then it's you know, then they're going to allow themselves to possibly be, you know, ruled by demons or or angel or whatever. It's, it could be utter chaos. Not that it's not utter chaos anyway, but it's it, it's at least they're still free to drive down the road and do what they want to do. So it's it's different ends of the spectrum as far as far perspective goes from from either either brother and and you know that's I think that's what has that's been the underlying and the common denominator of tension throughout the whole season. It's just this, you know, Dean wants it one way and Sam wants it the other way. And it all started with that church and, and what happened there. And, and then, uh, so yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. It's, it's, even though the brothers are together, they're not truly together. Hey, um, speaking of Dean making being affected by the mark of Cain and maybe doing things he would not already ordinarily do, he's chosen to work with Crowley this season. And mm-hmm. I, I think Dean and Crowley have great chemistry. You and Mark Shepard working together are so much fun and interesting. Um, do you feel like Dean made the right decision to trust Crowley? Give any thoughts Does what the Sam really think of all this? And you kind of know what's going to be coming down the road for Dean and Crowley. Um, yeah, the, the, the decision to kind of go off with Crowley was kind of on the on the heels of, of hearing uh, or of Dean basically uh, coming to the realization that, it, that everything he does, everything he touches, is and and he can't he can't save people because even when he saves people, it's the wrong thing to do. Apparently, according to Sam. And when he can't save people, he loses, you know, he loses people who he should have been protecting, like Kevin. So the, the guilt, I think, really kind of drove him to, uh, to extreme measures, and, and, and that being 
uh, working with any and who, whoever to to accomplish the mission that he set out to accomplish, which is which is find Abaddon and kill her. Um, so I, I think that as far as you know, his moral compass goes, I, I think that might have been uh, shattered after uh, after Kevin and then after the conversations with Sam. Um, so he's just doing what he can. He you know he doesn't care. He doesn't care who he works with. He's just getting the job done. And you know, as far as working with Mark, that that was that was a lot of fun because you know it's always been uh, you know Sam and Dean have always been kind of the field as far as uh, working with Crowley and and uh, you know Mark Mark's a great actor. I think we all know that, and and, and working with good actors is is a lot of fun. Um, so we had a really good time doing that. But um, as far as story goes, you know, Dean is. Dean is not above scraping the bottom of the barrel to, to do what he can or to, or to get what he needs. Uh, and unfortunately that, you know, that's not going to sit well with Sam. Uh, so again, you know, you've got comments there. And again, kind of along the same lines about what Sam would think about Dean working with Crowley. Dean has made a lot of really big gestures to save Sam in the past, like he brought him back from the dead in season two, and he let Gadriel possess him this season. But Sam hasn't been able to, he wasn't able to save Dean from hell. Um, Sam wasn't able to get Dean out of purgatory. Uh, do you think it's time for Sam to save Dean from something big like that, like maybe the Mark of Cain effects? And do you think that that might give Sam perspective on why Dean does what he does? Yes, yeah, Sam's a real selfish asshole. It is what basically what it boils down to. <laughs> um, it, it, it is true. I mean, Sam, Sam seems to be a little preoccupied, and 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 maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's a little brother thing. Maybe he's like, you know, you're my big brother. You can figure it out yourself. Uh, but you know that in in contrast to the way Dean thinks is that I'm, you know. I'm the big brother, and I've got to always look after my little brother and protect him and keep him from, you know, from harm. And and that's that's kind of been his his creed for you know as long as he can remember. So, uh, I, you know, I I don't I, I think that they both kind of come at it from different angles. Sam is he's more willing to kind of uh, allow for things to just happen the way they happen, and and you know he is a it's a Sam centric world in his in his mind. And and I think I think it always has been, and it's also been more of a Sam centric show for a long time, and and it was originally based around that. And you know, Dean was kind of the guy who was, you know, the protector and and, and there to to kind of keep him going along and and make sure that uh, that nothing happens to him. So it's it's kind of always been that way, and, and I'm not surprised that it it's turning out the way it's turning. It's uh, it seems to still be within the vein of, of what we've been doing for the past uh, nine years. So, you know, Sam and Dean, as well as Cass, uh, have been very busy this season with so many various antagonists. We've got Israel, Crowley, Metatron, Abaddon, not to mention, you know, various angels and various demons. Um, Will we see these separate storylines begin to come together more, or is it very much everybody's busy fighting their own battles? Yeah, you know, I would I would like it to to kind of all gel together, and it, and it probably will. I mean, they usually kind of bring it all all back around, and uh, you know, and it all it all kind of comes to to a head and, and, and together. I mean, there's you know, it's funny like there's people on the show that I have never even met because our storylines are so opposite. Um, so it's, you know, they, they really kind of, uh, um, compartmentalized the show this year to the point where you know, the stories are very separate. We don't even, you know, we're like ships passing in the night as far as other actors and stuff go. Um, so I, I think that at some point it does have to kind of all fall in together and, and all uh, relate to each other at some point. Um, and you know we're, we're getting close to the end of the end of the season, so I would assume that that's probably coming up pretty uh, pretty soon. Sounds good. Um, 
we just found out uh, their description was released for episode 17 coming up in a couple weeks that we're, the episode's going to be going back to the history of men of letters and a return by Grandpa Winchester, Henry Winchester. Can you, can you talk about that a little bit? Um, yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's kind of another one of those things is uh, um, Bill came back to, to reprise his role of, of Henry Winchester, which is great. It's, mm-hmm. I think he did a great job the first time. And uh, so we were excited to have him back. Unfortunately, I never worked with him because all of it was was like flashback stuff as to what happened, you know, back in the day. And, and so we never really even got a chance to uh, to be on set together. Um, but uh, but it's nice because it does give a, a, a little hindsight into um, the history of, of, of what happened there and, and what happened with him. And it, it does kind of shed a little light on the, on the Abaddon story. Yeah. Cool. Look forward to seeing that. Yeah, loved Henry in the mm-hmm. episode last year. That was great. Mhm. Mhm. Now, um, Sam really harshly told Dean that Dean makes his sacrifices for selfish reasons because Dean doesn't want to be alone. But you know, we've seen both brothers, you know, really go to extremes for each other. Do you think there's any validity to Sam's statement? And does Dean do what he does? Only because of him fearing being alone, or is it Sam specifically? Uh, say, the, say the question. Ask the question one more time. Okay, Sam accused Dean of making the sacrifices for selfish reasons because Dean's afraid to be alone. Do you think right. that there's any? Do you think that's right? Is that true? Does, does, does Dean do it because he's afraid of being alone, or is he more afraid of losing Sam specifically? Um, that's a good question. I, I, I don't think Dean thinks about it like that. I, I don't think that he sits down and goes, okay, why, why did I do what I did? I, I think it's, it's just a, an instinctual thing. I think it's a, uh, I, I think he has always been, uh, protective. I think he is, it, it has been his kind of, uh, self-imposed mission in life to, to, protect his brother and you know he dragged him away back he dragged him away from college nine years ago and and he blames himself probably a lot for uh pulling sam back into this life and and i don't don't know whether he feels like he needs to keep him alive or protect him out of guilt uh whether he's keeping whether he to protect him uh because of fear of loneliness um you know i i I don't know whether whatever the whatever the case actually is. I, I don't think that Dean sits in, in his bed and psychoanalyzes himself too much. I think he just kind of goes with his gut feeling and um, you know what, what whatever the reason uh, he's he's not too concerned about it. He just knows that that's that's what he feels is the right thing to do, so he does it. Um, and uh, you know, I think uh, obviously Sam's character is much more the analytical one and. and Maybe he makes, you know, maybe the organization makes Dean think about a few things, but whatever it is, it's, I, I think Dean is, uh, would rather not be psychoanalyzed by his younger brother, but uh, who knows. Um, kind of going along the lines of, of Henry Winchester coming back, uh, since the end of last season and now throughout this entire season, we've seen several of our beloved guest stars kind of come back from the vault. In a way, um, is this mm-hmm. something that we can continue to ex- expect throughout the remaining storylines this season? And can you kind of maybe tease us about who else we might see? Um, well, we've got uh, we've definitely got some some upcoming surprises, uh, which I obviously can't talk about. Um, <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> and uh, although I'm sh- although I'm sure you guys know, so it's it's probably no secret. But I'm going to pretend there's, you don't. There's some rumors <laughs> flying around. What? Nothing's confirmed. There's some rumors flying around uh, uh, the internet, but nothing's uh, confirmed. Well, I, I don't even want to know the rumors. So um, <laughs> all I can say is don't be- don't believe everything you read or hear. Um, but 
at the same time, I will say that uh, yeah, there 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 will be some uh, there will be some nice surprises in the future. Um, who would you really like to see come back? If you could pick anyone out of you know eight and three quarter seasons of doing the show, if you could pick anyone to come back, who would it be? Uh, uh, that's really tough. There, yeah, there no are a lot of. Um, what's that? I said no pressure to be fair or anything, but. Yeah, no kidding. That's I mean that's really tough. We've had we've had so I mean you know when you've done what is it, 192 episodes, there's been a lot of people that have come and come and gone through the years that that have been you know that that we've watched to stick around you know. Uh, from you know Sebastian to uh, to to Rob Benedict to Spate to um, you know to uh, I, but you know for me I, for I guess specifically for Dean I, let, let me answer for Dean because for Jensen the, the list is probably about a dozen people um, I think for Dean if he could pick anybody to come back it would be his father. Um, and it's it's been kind of a I'm, I'm sure you guys but it's the the subtle changes that have happened through maybe not so subtle that have happened to Dean as the as the the seasons have gotten have not and years gotten longer um, that I, I'm trying to mold Dean into the way that I remember uh, uh, John being and. So it's, you know, I've, I've always thought that Dean will become his father at some point. Um, and so I think that there's there's still a massive void that was left when his father left. Um, and I think that, that if anybody, if Dean could wish anybody back uh, to, to, in the end of their world, it would, be, it would be his father. But, you know, we know that that's uh, probably not going to happen. I, I kind of have like a, a, a follow-up question to that. Then, speaking you speaking uh, as Dean, uh, what do you think John would think about the Men of Letters? Because he didn't know. What do you think his reaction would um, be? I think it would probably be similar to the reaction that the boys had when you know when they found out. Um, I think it would you know. It, it, it would it would be a game changer. It'd be like, wow, I, I wish I wish we'd have known about this earlier because this is a, a wealth of information and knowledge that can be extremely useful in the in the field that we're in. And I think, uh, yeah, I think I think John would would hit the ground running. I think if he was offered up a a, a bat cave like that and filled with with endless amounts of knowledge about the supernatural, it, it, he would dive right in. Um, you know, which is not, uh, which, which is basically what the boys did when they, you know, when they stumbled upon it. So, um, you know, I also think that it would would shed a lot of light on uh, his kind of why he became who he became. You know, he based it all off the fact that he lost his wife to something supernatural, and that kind of set set the the, the wheels in motion for. Uh, the life that he ended up having. Um, if he'd have known that that he was predisposed to having that life, regardless of of his wife, I think that would be a that that would be a, a very heavy thing to <laughs> to understand and to, to comprehend. I got it. <laughs> Oops. Live on the air. Um, okay, uh, speaking of characters coming back, um, and mm-hmm. you talked about having some surprises come up, we, um, hopefully your promo department, the promo department will not spoil it, as Lauren Tom, we talked to her last week, and she said they went to such trouble to keep her name out of the credits and on, and then the promo featured her and Osric's discussion. So hopefully the promo department oh, will really? do that again. Yeah. Yeah. The Canadian promo department is lenient. There's a lot of moving parts with this 
with this operation, mm-hmm. it's hard to uh, it's hard to keep up on every one of them. That's true. Tough, but but everybody was excited to see her and have her back. It was it was great, and um, we got Mama Tran and Kevin, and now Kevin is uh, that's right bound to her until heaven is back. And do you think the need to send Kevin to heaven would be followed up on by Sam and Dean? Will it help in their in their drive to deal with Natatron and Gadriel and all that? Uh, do do we think that that the getting Kevin would uh, would help us? I'm sorry, getting Kevin to heaven. He everybody is stuck between between the bales. Ah, nobody's moved on to heaven. So right, right, right. Is that, okay. I think so that it's it's definitely uh, it's it's definitely something that if you know if they can figure out a way to get him to heaven, that 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 is that is high priority on their list, but. I don't think it's the top priority. I think, you know, I think dealing dealing with the situation at hand, dealing with Metatron, dealing with uh, with Abaddon, and 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 all of the all of the stuff surrounding that, I think is is obviously the the, the task at hand. And then once you know, once they figure out what's going on there, then they can start to to go back and and uh, and help out the people that need something to. Okay, now I, on, a, on a completely different subject, um, for years Supernatural, you know, is referred to as the little show that could, and now it's spawning a spinoff. How do you feel about being part of something that is expanding, you know, like this, and how do you think current Supernatural fans will connect to the spinoff? Yeah, it's a good question. I... I, I don't know. I, I'm always weary of spinoffs. You know, I feel like it's a, uh, you know, it's, I don't know. It, I, I, I always feel like it's it's a diversion of the original. Um, not to say that it that that it can't become something on its own, which we've obviously seen. You know, like uh, what is it? The originals. Uh, they're they're standing on their two feet, um, and you know. So look, can can it work? Sure. Will it work? Who knows? Um, that's uh, but that that's the same with any show. You know, any any kind of show that that is any pilot that's being made right now, uh, you know, has like a it's like an eighty six percent failure rate. So I think that the fact that they can attach themselves to a show that that has been successful to an extent um, might give them a slight edge in. Uh, you know, in, in doing well, but at the same time, they've got to understand that they're going to get a lot. Well, assumingly, uh, tether a lot of the audience that we that we have, and um, and they've got to deliver. You know, that's it's we we haven't we haven't gone nine seasons by you know phoning it in. So, um, and I think they will. I think I think that you know they. they They've written a good script. I think they've got a, a, a decent cast. Any of them, I'm going to meet them in a couple of hours, actually. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if, if they can, you know, if they can parlay what we've spent nine years kind of creating, and, and they could parlay that into uh, um, into something something slightly different and something um, successful. Uh, whether that happens, I, I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> I don't pretend to know the the ins and outs of, of network television and, and what makes a, a show work well and what doesn't. I just know that if I show up on work and I know my lines and hit my mark and, and try to do the best I can, um, they leave me alone. Sounds good. I know a lot of the Supernatural fans, you know, we're going to be there for it. We're going to support it as much as we can. So we'll be, we'll be rooting for it. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's that's good to know. I'll I'll tell them it's theirs to lose when I see them today. <laughs> there you go. That's that's right. That's right. Basically. Yeah. Well, you guys have set the bar yeah. very high on on the original. So we'll see. We got lots to lose off to. Well, with Jared, Jared and I were actually kind of joking. We we're like, should we go into this read through uh, with you know like big sunglasses on and like scotch in hand and be like, listen, kids. <laughs> This, this, the, 
the success that you want to know what the key to success in nine years is, it's called day drinking. <laughs> <laughs> you really should. <laughs> yep. Um, I know, I know. So there's a big part of me that just wants to go in there and really just be a total dick to them all, but I, I don't think I can. It's, it's almost like it's it's almost like hazing. It's almost like a fraternity, and these are the new recruits. Right, right, exactly. Oh, some hazing maybe might go on. Well, I don't know. I, I think because we're not because you know this is basically the only time that we'll probably work with them because they're gonna if you know if if the show does in fact go to series, they're probably gonna try to shoot the thing in Chicago, I think, and so. Uh, and we'll obviously be doing our own show. So, um, you know, I think uh, I, <laughs> I think I think for all all intents and purposes, for all people's benefits, we're probably just going to try to give them some sound advice and and uh, and hope they uh, hope they listen to it. Um, you've played Dean Winchester for nearly a decade. It will be at least a decade, you know, coming up. Uh, kind of as you look back on the character and his evolution, can you maybe touch on some of the storylines that you feel have shaped Dean uh, as an adult primarily? Um, well, I mean, I, I definitely think the uh, you know the the hunt for dad was was integral in in in, in telling me personally what you know what the character who the character kind of was and where he came from and and that really gave me an idea of, of uh, a direction emotionally that that he would be going um so for the first couple of years that was you know those were the those were the growing years um and then as as of more recent you know i uh i think that uh i think the purgatory story was was uh very, very heavy-handed in, in kind of shaping the way Dean thinks about uh, um, his, his life and other people's lives and um, about the whole kind of situation, heaven, purgatory, hell. Uh, he, you know, it, I think it, it helped clarify a lot of questions that he had uh, as to, you know, maybe his purpose. Um, so I, 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 not to mention, I just really enjoyed that storyline. I, I enjoyed the the. Uh, the characters that were brought on by it, and I enjoyed the the sets that we we got to film in, and and the way that they shot. I just thought it was a really cool uh, thing. But uh, I, I think more importantly, Dean was was really affected by that. Um, you know, and I also think that uh, uh, another one that's probably high on the list is uh, is when Sam, um, you know, was drinking the demon blood and he was having to basically watch his brother uh, go it alone and, and deal with this, this situation that he was dealing with, and, and he couldn't, he felt helpless, and I think that that really uh, lit a fire in Dean as, as far as, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here on the sidelines and watch my brother go down in flames. I'm going to do something about it. And I think that, that that was very telling of kind of his character and, his, and telling as, as to, you know, who he uh, who he is and who he will be in the future, and, and you know we're seeing it. Uh, we saw it again last in you know, the last season and this season. So um, you know, there's definitely been uh, uh, things along the way that have uh, helped shape who he is, and, and it's uh, it's continuing. You know, he's still kind of as most humans are. We're, we're kind of ever evolving. So um, these guys are, are no different. And to that end. Um if there were any decisions that Dean has made over the years that you could revisit and possibly alter in some way, what are what would they be if you if you were to do so? Uh, yeah, not invite Gadriel into. That's number one on the list. <laughs> That, okay, valid. That was a good group. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> um, you know, that's I I think that was one of the uh one of the reasons that, that Dean just kinda of felt the way he did where he's just he, everything he touches, you know, turns to crap and, and he uh 
um, I, I think that, that that put him in a, in a mental space where he was able to kind of go off and work with Crowley because and, and, um, he didn't care. He didn't care who uh, – well, that's not true. He, he, he didn't care who, uh, who he could affect. He just didn't want it to be people he loved. Um, so it was uh, – yeah, I think if, if Dean had an opportunity to go back and, and revisit that situation at the beginning of the season, I think that he would have maybe a few things. Um, there have been times that you've had to play Dean as Dean up against Jared playing Sam as Gadriel, Ezekiel, many different uh, incarnations. And you always seem to keep Dean very steadily as Dean, and that's not easy. What is the toughest part of of working with Jared as Sam as a different character? And is there a most difficult one? Um, well, the, the most difficult one was uh, Solus Sam. That was, uh, I think, because... Um, because it was almost a, a, a role reversal. Because now all of a sudden, Solus Sam was kind of as as cut and dry and black and white, and as kind of you know not heartless, but uh, more emotionless, um, like Dean. Like Solus Sam to me was kind of like Dean. And so, in contrast, I wasn't really able to play Dean that that gruff kind of devil may care attitude because it was basically the same thing that Jared was doing with Sam. Um which made sense because if if you don't have a soul then you could give you could give two shits about what anybody wants or, or thinks or, or anything like that. So um it was even it was even uh, uh uh more so than the way I played Dean. So I had to really kind of dial that back and it was really difficult for me to kind of uh I don't know. I I felt like I, f- I felt like I turned Dean into like a whiny bitch that season, and that was really that was really that was really <laughs> difficult for me. I don't like I don't like playing that character personally, and I didn't like I didn't like seeing like that either. Uh, so, you know what what Sola Sam did to character Dean that particular season was was uh, I, you know I just that was tough for me because to me it wasn't. It was like the the yeah, like I said, it was like the whiny bitch side of Dean that I don't like to I don't like to play and I don't like to see. But unfortunately, it was kind of necessary to contrast what uh, Jared was doing with Sam. Um, you know, that being said, there's uh, there's been other uh, <laughs> incarnations of Sam that have that have come along. That you know, I I, I just try to keep Dean as as you know, after playing the guy for nine years, he's been thrust into a lot of different situations, and a lot of those situations, I've, it, it is, as long as I'm able to kind of ask myself, okay, how would this guy handle that situation? And then that's the way I play it. Um, so I just always go back to, you know, how how I always have seen Dean and how, how he has handled situations in the past, and then that helps kind of shape my thoughts of how to play him. Um you know, and I remember when they came to us with the idea of the French mistake, and, and I was like, listen, you guys can do whatever the hell you want to do. As long as you're not asking me to do something other than play Dean, I'm fine, because I know how to do that. Um, and I can, I, you know, I at this point, I now know uh, how how to portray him in just about every situation. Not, not Maybe not every situation. You know, I don't want to say 100%, but... Um, I think I know the, the different aspects of, of how to play him when he's dealing with, with whatever he's dealing with. And um, that's no different when it comes to what's, what's going on with Sam. You know, whether, whether he is Gadriel or Ezekiel or Sam or Sola Sam or Lucifer or, you know, how, whatever many faces of Sam they've created over the years, I think that the, the Dean, there's always a piece of Dean that is um, – that is there, it might just be tweaked in order to contrast what 
what's going on with Sam, but it's there's always a, a common denominator there. And as long as I have that, I, I feel like I'm in a safe place. Now, I have two completely different questions. So the first one I'm going to ask, uh, can you confirm for us here where everybody can hear that you do not have any social media, you're not on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Skype? I do not have any social media. I, I don't have from – I never signed up for MySpace when that came out. Um, I have never signed up for anything. Never signed up for anything. And I know there's – apparently I have tons of accounts, but guess what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> not me. <laughs> I'm glad um, and you, you get know what? That there was even, and there was even, there was even times where I was like, you know, maybe I'll just, I'll just sign up like a, like a, a private one or, or like a, uh, you know, just something so I can actually just enjoy maybe Instagram with my, with my friends, uh, or I can just, you know, Facebook with just my friends. Nope, didn't even do that. I have nothing. I don't even. So I don't even know what happens out there in the world of social media. Well, and mm -hmm. even if you wanted to sign up for something, you your name is taken. You can't even be you. There are way too many yeah. variations of I, your name for you to have an account. I know that's and that's you know that's one of the reasons why it's like well I, it's too late at this point. You know whoever whoever to pretend to be me has ruined it for me. So screw it. <laughs> it it's true. It's true. And I, I'm glad to finally get this here where we can play for everybody because you would not believe how many people still believe you're out there. So. Mm -hmm. that That's crazy. Listen, if 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 hell freezes over and it does happen, and by by for some reason I decide to join whatever it is, I'm I'm sure it will be uh, public knowledge. <laughs> in fact, you. in Thank fact, you. you have my word. In fact, you have my word that it'll be public knowledge. If I join, I will not join privately. I will join publicly for all to know and understand that. Okay, I've. Sold my soul to the devil, and I'm now on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> now, my other question, completely different. Um, we're we're going to soon be seeing Nisha's big supernatural directorial debut. Um, how mm -hmm. he worked the film as a first-time director? Did he ask you for any advice? And the most important question: Can you tell us more about the pie in the face pranks? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, well, I, as far as advice, he he and I sat down to dinner. Uh, this was maybe a couple of weeks before he was supposed to to start start prepping, and and I I unloaded on him as much advice as I could think of that I would want. That, that I would have wanted somebody to tell me, and also some advice that I did actually get before I started, before I, I shot uh, Weekend at Bobby's. Uh, and, and Misha promptly whipped out his phone and started writing notes. Uh, so I don't know whether any of those things were, were or helped him or, or whether he was just uh, writing an email to somebody and not listening to me. I don't, I don't know. But... Um, he uh, so I, yeah, I tried to tell him as much as possible to give him kind of an idea of what to expect. Um, but the thing is, is um, you can give somebody as much advice as you can possibly give them. It's it seems to all either get washed away or just get put aside because when you're actually in it, then it just it kind of instinct and and personality take over. And, um, you know, luckily Misha's a smart guy and he was, and he also was surrounded by people who really know the show and the crew who love him. And, and so the, the, uh, the support system that he had going, which, which is the same support system that I had going really kind of, uh, helped him navigate any, you know, treacherous turns. Um, and, you know, un unfortunate or fortunate for him, I don't know, you'll have to ask him this. Uh, Jared and I didn't work very much on that on that episode. We actually, I think we only worked uh, three days uh, on his episode. Um, it was a big. Uh, eh, who was it? I don't know. I wasn't working, so I wasn't there. So we uh, we had to get we had to get in some 
we had to get in some hazing like day one, unfortunately for him. We didn't even get to like stretch it out over an eight-day shoot. It was like, oh, we're only in today and tomorrow. So, sorry, buddy, you're, you're going to get <laughs> you're going to get hazed pretty bad. Um, he took it in stride, and it was you know that's uh, yeah. I actually blame you guys because there was so much buildup on what we were going to do to him that it wasn't we couldn't we couldn't not do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it, it's really it's really the, the fault of the fans that he you know whatever happened to him happened and I, I I don't take responsibility at all. It's his fault. He's the one who said he was terrified of what you guys were going to do to him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know we were just filling prophecy. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Who came and up with so, the idea of the pie? So we saw the pie in the face. Twice, but was there anything else we didn't yeah. see on video? Well, there was a lot that didn't get done. Let, let me put it that way. There, there was. I actually had a list of ideas, um, and and the list was extensive, uh, and and uh, we didn't we didn't get to we didn't get to do a whole lot because he after day one he took some uh, intense precautionary measures. Um, so, you know, there was, uh, there was some, there was some good ones that we, unfortunately that, you know, really the only one that, that paid off was, was, uh, pie in the face and, uh, twice. And, um, uh, I think Jared got his script. Uh, but yeah, some of the, some of the more extensive ones, uh, unfortunately, um, we had to abort because a, we weren't going to be there to do it. And B, he he had uh, he had taken some some precautionary measures that uh, we couldn't we couldn't circumvent. Well, Jensen, we we have to thank you so much for talking to us today. It's just been an absolute pleasure, and we really really appreciate you taking your time to come out and talk with us. Absolutely, thanks for. Uh, Thanks for hanging out, and hope to see you guys in Las Vegas, yeah? We're not, uh, none of us are going. No. No. None of you guys Chicago. are going? No. Oh, all right. Uh, all right. See Don't you in Chicago. Vinny and I will be in oh. Vancouver, and you'll see Susan in Chicago. And I'm possibly going to All right. PC. Sounds good. That's still up in the air. <laughs> all right. Well, well that, that'll, be, first, that'll be a first. I'm excited about that one. Yeah. What's that? I'm not I'm I'm not I've never been that far east. I'm a very south and west kind of person, so uh, we'll see. It's it's good to venture out. If if reason for that then so be it. Mm-hmm. But, but we will see um, you soon and you have, a, have a great Yeah, have a great weekend and uh we'll see you soon. Have a great afternoon, Jensen. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye.